Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Wounded Warrior Project is working to foster the most successful generation of veterans in our nation's history. One of the ways they do that is through adaptive sports. Veterans are some of the most resilient people on the planet. It's not about what you can't do after experiencing injury or illness. It's about tapping into what you can do. Learn more about how Wounded Warrior Project's adaptive sports programs are changing lives at www.woundedwarriorproject.org sports. This show is brought to you by K Jewelers. Listen up, NFL fans. K just dropped a collection of officially licensed NFL jewelry. Shop your favorite team in the True Fans Fine Jewelry Collection at K.com slash TrueFans. Gear up for the season and celebrate the love of the game with K. Sports Podcast, where we talk history of the game, numbers, and stats. And each week we highlight a charity that's doing good. If you haven't subscribed yet, then you should, because I'm sick to this, this the, the real deal. And you know I gotta shout out the Buffalo Bills. Turn it up to the max, sit back and relax. This the Buffalo Nerd Sports Podcast. Let go! Hey, what is up, Bills Mafia? Welcome into another episode of the Buffalo Nerd. You know, this is your home for Buffalo Bills football coverage with a charity on top. If this is your first time being here, thank you. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you found me. You came at a good time. If you've been listening, you've been following along, you're appreciated too. Glad you're back. So it's going to be an awesome show today. We're going to spin things up a little bit because the season's about to take off. Bills rookies reported today. So I wanted to get a little different perspective on things instead of the X's and O's and all that kind of stuff. Let's talk about the players and some of these guys that are fighting for jobs, basically. So today we're going to be joined by Allie Reddig of Athlete Relations. So she actually is the founder of this and started 
started a very cool thing that she's going to tell us about today that gets to, she gets to interact with people that we all probably are like, man, I would love to do that. So before we get too far into this, Allie, why don't you take the floor and kind of just introduce yourself? Let my audience know who you are. Sure. Well, thanks for having me. This is super fun. Uh, like you said, I'm Allie. We started Athlete Relations about three years ago now. I've been in the industry for almost 10, which is crazy. And we specialize in lifestyle management. So handling all off-field tasks from calendar management to event management and you know everything in between for the players themselves. So we're working with them directly, their families, their circle, whoever's kind of falls in that you know family category for them. Um, and you know, just making sure their life runs smoothly. Our like whole tagline is kind of letting them worry about their on-field, you know, tasks and workouts and everything like that. And we handle everything off-field and everything, you know, to get them to live that like fun sports superstar life. Right. And that's what everybody thinks it is, right? It's just this big superstar. Like there's no grind behind it. They don't deal with day to day. Like life's even more challenging, you know, when you're busy traveling on the road all the time and you're expected to be here and this, that and the other. So it's like a job that's always moving. Not that we don't all deal with it in our own lives. Right. But these guys deal with it on a much higher level. You know, they're competing for positions that only exist for so many people and everybody's trying to get them. So before we dive too much into that, and I want to find out a little bit more about what brought you to start starting this whole athlete relations stuff. Um, we're going to chat up a charity like we always do, right? Um, you got to chose the charity this week. Very cool. I think everybody's going to know this one, unfortunately, um, but also fortunately because they're pretty well known and they've been around a long time. But we're going to chat up MAD. Um, you know, it's Mothers Against Drunk Driving. So uh, why don't you tell me why you kind of chose them and why you wanted to highlight them? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I've talked a lot about different like women in sports charities and different foundations, I guess I just say is the right word that, you know, give back to, you know, young girls in sports and things and talked a lot about that. But I like to, you know, put personal touches on things. And about almost five years ago now, my cousin was killed by a drunk driver and it was something that changed my family's outlook on everything, but it changed all of us, you know, physically, mentally. It was just a horrible experience to go through. And um, Mothers Against Drunk Driving was something that my aunt, his mom kind of, you know, got to throw herself into and really, you know, give back to that community. And we do the walk every year and raise money for them every year because it is something that, you know, we've unfortunately seen firsthand how beneficial that they can be. Um, and, you know, for a family that is grieving through something so tragic, it's, it's a great resource to have. And unfortunately, it's a, like we always say, it's a family and a circle you never want to be a part of. But if you are, you're fortunate to have people that can help you and, you know, guide you through that process of grieving and everything like that. So, you know, they've been so great with us and we try to get back with them, you know, as much as I can and as much as my family can. So figured it was a good one to highlight. That's awesome. And I mean, unfortunately, you know, that's how most people find out about things, right? Is that it really gets dropped right in front of them. But on the flip side of that, it's incredible that there's an organization there waiting, right? When you when you look up, it's like, oh, there is people that have been here through this stuff already. They have resources, they have things available to help you out, and they're everywhere, right? This isn't an organization that's just in this one town over here. This is an organization that's everywhere and they've been around forever. I mean, even this is, as a high schooler growing up, you hear about MAD, right? I mean, that's like the kind of stuff that they've been around doing and trying to change the way that people view these things. So very cool. Uh, We haven't highlighted them yet this year. Awesome. So it's another cool organization, which is very cool. That'll make number 25 on the year that we're getting to highlight. And like we always do, um, everything will be in the show notes. You know, if you guys easily connect to them, you know, it's Mothers Against Trick Driving or just mad.org is an easy way to get to them as well. And, you know, if you just want to check that out for resources, if you have friends that have recently had to go through some things, yeah, they've probably heard about it, but maybe they just need another little nudge to head over there, right? And check it out. So very cool organization. So 
like I mentioned at the top a little bit, we're going to change it up a little bit this week because I think you've got a unique perspective. But before we really dive into your perspective, what brought on athlete relations? Like what Allie was just hanging out one day and she's like, yeah, you know what? Or was this a master plan? Like what, what, what happened here? I wouldn't say it was a master plan. I think it was definitely something that took a lot of, um, you know, see, it's almost like being hit in the face with the same thing over and over again. And then you're finally like, oh, this is something that needs to happen. Um, so I worked at a few different sports agencies and marketing agencies and things, you know, before I started athlete relations. And, you know, the common theme that I was really seeing was how many of these guys specifically that I was working with at the time, um, you know, just didn't have really somebody to turn to that they could, whether it's just bounce an idea off of or have something handled and they were turning to either the wrong people or their wives and girlfriends and stuff were taking care of it or family members that that's not their job. And there were so many situations where it was, like I said, just kept hitting me in the face. Like this is something that's, you know, a need. And it was the job that I had specifically at these different agencies was working with, you know, I was head of athlete relations at one and I was in the client services department in another and all these different ways of working with the guys. And like I said, their families and everything one-on-one. But it wasn't until I'll never forget this. I was um, I was watching a game and there was a client, a old client or whatever, but um, someone that got injured and he was out for the season, super super bad injury. And the city that he was playing in, he didn't have any family in, and his family was you know not able to. His parents were a little older; they weren't able to come out. He didn't have any siblings. His financial advisor ended up flying out and staying with him for like months. And I was like, so wait, then who's managing your money? You can't be working solely from your you know, condo or whatever it was for that long. And it was just like, obviously I'm not going to be the person to go and stay with them, but like there are nurses, there are people that can, we can get you groceries delivered or whatever it is that you felt like you need help with. It was just like my aha moment of like, they don't know where to go. That's the problem. They have no one to turn to. So whether it is something as big as, you know, a season ending injury or something like that, that you just need help kind of figuring out where to go and, you know, have some extra help outside of what the team is obviously providing as far as like rehab and things to, I mean, day-to-day stuff, just being able to help them with, hey, I need help with this and I don't know who to go to. And, you know, a lot of these guys get taken advantage of, unfortunately. Like people see NFL, they see money, they see whatever it is that they want to, you know, get an Instagram post or a picture out of and they take advantage of them. And like, I'm not for that at all. Like I'm the first person to be like standing between my client and somebody else being like, back up. So I was definitely like, this needs to change. Like we have to start being able to help these guys and make sure that they're taken care of because it was very obvious that they were not being taken care of at the time. Yeah, I mean, that's awesome because a lot of people, I mean, this is big money and this yeah. is big money for people that in a lot of times have not had the exposure to big money. So mm-hmm. I think the best piece of this is a neutral party, right? Just yeah. somebody that has no skin in the game other than just giving you their best feedback that they can give you, right? right. Like this is what I would do based on my knowledge, Right. Like I don't, I don't have a, any side to this. Right. It's not going to change anything for me. So that's very cool. So yeah. you've been doing this for, you said about three years now as yourself by yourself, right? As athlete relations. About how many athletes do you work with currently have worked with? Like what, what's, how, what's that like? Through athlete relations, we've probably worked with about 30 at this point, which is awesome. Um, especially during COVID. Like obviously there was, you know, just, I'm very honest about it. There was like no growth during COVID. Like everyone was very scared that the NFL season wasn't going to happen. And, you know, everyone was being very protective, rightfully so of their money and just making sure that everything was, you know, buttoned up before they could agree to anything. So for being a small business, making it through a pandemic and all these other small businesses that unfortunately closed just to make it through that was amazing. Um, so to say that we've at this point worked with 30 clients in that capacity. Um, and I mean, at any given point, you know, that kind of rotates based on like their needs, whether they're in the league anymore or out of the league anymore. It's just, you know, it kind of rotates. So I don't think that there's ever going to be like a set number that we always have, but 
most of the clients that, you know, that we've started with from day one have stayed on. And if they're active, you know, we're active kind of thing, we always say. So it's nice to know that our work is being valued and it's something that they see the value in as well. Um, and so for me, it's just, I'm going to keep working with as many as we can and keep growing my team to be able to help those guys. Um, but it's, it's definitely a really good group of guys that we've gotten to work with for sure. So it sounds like your like services are pretty much just tailored to whatever anybody needs, right? Like this is all we can do for you, right? I'm sure you have kind of like a set thing of this is everything we can handle. Check the boxes that you want handled and we're going to do that for you. I mean, like what, what kind of stuff do you guys do? Yeah. So we kind of break it up into like three levels, I think is the best way to kind of describe it to people. So the first level is like things that they could handle on their own, but don't really have time to. So, I mean, that's the basic stuff. I'm talking calendar management, booking a flight, things that, again, very clearly could do on their own, but just like, hey, I want someone else to do it. Um, so that kind of falls into that concierge, like personal assistant kind of role. Um, and then the second one is more like, could do it, but I also would like to have somebody else do it. I probably maybe couldn't. So that's like smaller event planning. I mean, full trip planning, you might have your travel agent or something like that. Um, so and the other nice thing about that level is we have exclusive partnerships with companies that you know can benefit these guys. So whether it's hotel partnerships or moving companies or things like that, um, all of those middle tier, like I said, moves and, and travel and everything like that kind of falls in that category. And then the third one is something that they would definitely hire like event planners or things for. So that's like football camps, charity events, engage- we do so many engagements, um, wedding, helping with wedding planning, um, you know, you name it, like those large scale events that they're absolutely going to hire somebody for. Um, we're kind of diving in there and making sure that that's done the right way and making sure that we can, you know, kind of craft a team together that's going to get that done in the best way possible. Very cool. So you're the quarterback, essentially, <laughs> right? You're basically the quarterback. You're, you're doing all the dirty work behind the scenes, staying late, making sure everything's done, right? First mm-hmm. in, first to last one out type of deal. Yep, exactly. We don't really have a nine to five by any means, but it's okay. We like it. That's cool though. I mean, you get much more of a personal experience with working yeah. with people when you're like that too, right? So yeah. what's one of the like coolest events or like coolest things that you've like been a part of or handled for somebody so far? So many good ones. Um, one that comes to mind, we did a football camp. Um, I'm from Chicago originally. So we got to do a football camp on the South side of Chicago for some kids there. Um, when John Franklin was actually playing there. Um, and it was his first camp. It was a couple, it was actually our first camp since I've been on my own. Um, so it was a few years ago now, but it was such a great experience and like seeing the kids and being in my hometown. That was one that was, you know, really cool to be able to do. Um, another one that really stands out is the last engagement that we did with, um, Shelby Harris. He's on the Broncos and he and Stephanie has, actually his wife, but they got engaged. Um, but they have been clients since, I mean, day one, they were, they were my first full-time client actually, um, since I, when I started athlete relations. So to be able to help with like such a big moment and Shelby had such a specific vision for it. And it's, you know, he can explain it to me all he wants, but I'm going to him with like all these ideas, like do you like this or this or this or this and kind of going that route, um, to be able to pull it off. And he was so happy with it and said multiple times that it came together like perfectly. So, you know, those kind of events that are just like feel good events and, you know, you know that you killed it. They're happy with it. Like I, those are always my favorites. That's awesome. And you can tell that they're the best because just you can hear it in your voice that that's what it's all about for you is just making sure that everybody's happy in the end. Right. Which is cool. I mean, I saw that when I went to your website, I'm like, so she's like probably helping guys with like proposals and like all these kinds of things. And it's like, I needed help with that, right? <laughs> it doesn't matter if you're a pro or not. I mean, it's, if you can get somebody to help you with that, yep. I think that's pretty cool, right? So you do all that. You guys are doing helping with everything. Like I mentioned, neutral party, right? Even yep. when it comes to a proposal or this, that, or the other type of stuff. So very cool. So you get to experience all the cool stuff. You're there for all the fun. 
well, we all know the NFL is not always fun and it's not always great to everybody and everything like that. So have you ever worked with like any free agents throughout the, or been part of a free agent process and kind of like, what's that like for a guy? I mean, and like, you're his quarterback behind the scenes. So you're dealing with everybody in his family and everything, right? Like, it's not just, hey, I'm a free agent, right? There's a lot that goes into that. So what's that like? It's stressful. And I think something to note about me as a person is like, I'm such a people person that like, and there's like this, oh, athletes and family and like, we're all family and like agencies and stuff say that all the time. And like, they just don't treat them like that, you know? And then there's some that do, obviously. I fully believe that we do. And I think that we become a very integrated part of their family as well. So, you know, when you're watching somebody that you know is so deserving and you know is so talented and they're just not being utilized the right way and they are a free agent, they're not getting picked up. Like it hurts. Like, and like, I can't even imagine how they feel and their wives and stuff feel because I feel it so deeply. I literally have a group text with like my fiance and my parents. And like when our free agents get signed, I mean, it blows up. Like the three of or four of us are just like losing it. Like we get so excited. So it's definitely stressful. Um, but it's kind of like one of those things that's like, you know, you're leading up to it for so long that when it finally happens, it's like even almost even more exciting and amazing because, you know, it's been like kind of leading up to this for so long. And, you know, you pray about it and you pray with them about it and, you know, they're praying for it. And then all of a sudden it happens and it's just like amazing. And, you know, sometimes it doesn't happen and you have to kind of just like live through those moments with them too. And just, you know, be there for them. And at the end of the day, like, I know that that's a very good chance that I'm, I'm going to get like, realistically, we're the first thing that gets cut, right? Because they could potentially do some of these things on their own. And it's one of those things that like, I have to be understanding about that because I don't ever want to be working with somebody that doesn't need our services or take advantage of somebody just to make sure that we're, you know, keeping clients. Like I'm a hundred percent prepared for that. So that almost the fall is 10 times worse because of that. Whereas like the, the, times that they do get signed is just like so great because it's like we get to continue to work with them. They get to keep their job. Everybody's so happy, but it's like kind of this double whammy when you're when that doesn't happen because you know that that's potentially going to be a lost client too. Yeah, I mean that's a tough situation for everybody, right? Cuz I'm sure they're also looking at you like we really don't want to have to not work with Allie any longer either, right? right. Like cuz I mean that's you're you're becoming part of their family essentially yeah. as you know through this process, right? So have you uh since we're in the off season right here, and like I mentioned, the Bills rookies reported. Are are you working with anybody currently that's a rookie or and that went through like the draft process or anything? What, what was that like? So we work with the team specifically. So we kind of have our like ways to work with like player development and things like that. So um, we've actually talked to the Bills as well about this stuff. But um, it kind of just connects them with you know when they come to somebody and let's say player development or player services and they say that this is kind of what they're looking for. That at least the player development people say like, okay, if you need something you know, a lot more in depth than just what player development can offer. Like here's a company that can do this on like the very regular basis that you're looking for. So that's kind of our easiest way to work with the rookies is kind of like going through the team because they get so bombarded during draft week and I get bombarded during draft weeks. Like I can't imagine them, you know, especially first, second, even third round draft picks. Like it's just so much going on. So it's like easier for me, honestly, to be like, okay, now you're on the team. Let's get you settled in this area. Like, what is the team going to handle? What are we going to handle? So it's honestly easier for me to work in that capacity than trying to like, again, I always joke about this. You can't cold call NFL players. You can't cold call draftees. Like you can't be like, Hey, this is what we do. Hope it looks good. Or even like sending a DM, it just gets lost. So you really have to go through people like the people on the team or anything like that, that, you know, can make sure that they can vouch for you and say like, I've seen her work before. Like, this is what you're going to get out of it. And like, if they need it, like it makes total sense to sign on like perfect. Yeah, I feel like you're in an incredible space right now with 
the NCAA just agreeing to pay college kids now, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like there's going to be a bunch of colleges across the country that need somebody like you that can step in and like show yeah. these kids that are going to have money while they're in college now, mm-hmm. uh, which I hope it doesn't end badly. Um, I'm happy that they're going to get paid and do, rightfully so, but I feel like it's a dangerous situation, you know, is what we're pro- we're producing here, but a little off topic there, but I mean, no, it's, uh, sure. it's, it's kind of a crazy thing right now. So mm-hmm. we get through into the season here and you've got somebody that you're working with. What's it actually like? I mean, I, we everybody gets the picture of Mondays like this day, Tuesdays this day, but that's for the player, right? But mm-hmm. what's happening behind the scenes and like, what's that like for you when you have a player throughout the season? So it's a lot of ebbs and flows, obviously. Like we've got some guys I feel like that are really heavy with us during the season because they're like, I'm just going to focus on playing like anybody that needs anything. I'm just sending them to you, especially like same thing with like their wives, kids, families, whatever. Like, you know, we have to get them to games. We have to fly them to away games. Like they don't have time to be worrying about booking all the flights and maintaining that and checking in and boarding passes. It's just, it's craziness, you know, and especially traveling with kids by yourself when your husband's playing, it's just a lot. So you know, we get really heavy in that sense. And then in other senses, like some of our guys that are single and like don't really have families are like, I really don't need anything during the season. I'm usually pretty good. Like if we have a bye week or like an off day, like maybe I'll do dinner somewhere, but like maybe I'll do a trip. But like typically it's kind of a lot slower for them. Whereas then you go to the off season and it's just like the exact opposite. And it's really like everybody is needing something because they want to go on vacations. And they want to experience all this stuff and they want all the perks and to be getting stuff shipped. And oh, now we have interview requests and now we have social media post requests and marketing dollars. And it's just like everything gets chaotic. So I think this season for me, work-wise gets a little bit slower as far as like what we're actually doing and booking. But we try to be at like one game per season per client, like ideally. So my travel just picks up a lot. So I'm not like sitting behind a computer like I am for a lot of the other times of the year, but I'm traveling a lot more. So for me, I try to like go with the ebbs and flows of that season, you know, and whatever is, you know, needed from me, but like no two days inside of any season are ever going to look the same. Yeah. I was wondering that, like, what's your, since you travel, I was wondering if you like are always on the move or if you act, if you kind of try to station at home, cause you're in New Orleans now, right? I think is where yeah. you're at, right? Yeah. So I'm in do, New Orleans. do you station or are you, are you everywhere all the time? Like, is there no days where you're home? So I'd say right now is pretty heavy, especially with like the NFL season, like about to kick off again. Like we're definitely going to be a lot busier. And like with last year, like we didn't get to do anything. Like I didn't travel at all, obviously because of COVID. So I think it's kind of like this feeling of feeling like we need to like make up for that a little bit, like making sure we're around clients. But so far, I mean, the off season had a couple trips. We have one more this week for a site visit for a client's uh, wedding. And then I think we have like a little break because when they go back to do like camp and workouts and stuff, like really that's my downtime. Um, So I will be diving straight into wedding planning, getting everything done. So that's going to be my like full-time job for a couple of weeks. And then we pick up again. We just go right back into NFL season and we go and do all these cities and stuff. So it actually like ends up being a little bit of that ebb and flow again, but it's way more specific. Like it can be down to the day where I'm like, okay, I'm home this day and I'm traveling the next. Like it's crazy. And you said you guys do like, you have like 30 people right now. And is how many people are part of your team? Like how many people are managing those 30 people? So the 30 people was like total. At any given point, we probably have between like 10 and 15, I'd say at the most. I think right now we're at about 10. Um, so everything goes through me. It's always going to go through me, no questions. Um, unless it gets like big enough to where I can hire like essentially a second me, which would be like, that'll be the day basically. Um, so at this point, everything goes through me. I divide up with our team. We've got two awesome interns who are just like totally kicking ass. Like they're learning so much. Um, and then we've got 
three or four freelancers at this point. So if one of the clients is looking for something specifically, i.e. like marketing or PR or something like that, we've got girls on tap that we just kind of bring in and say like, okay, this is what it's going to be. And like, this is how your game plan is going to kind of look moving forward. Um, so it really just kind of depends on where the client's at as far as like what their needs are. Um, but at this point, everything still goes through me. I'm the person that they're texting. And then I kind of divide up on the back end of like what that's going to look like. So everything goes through the QB. I mean, it makes sense, I guess, right? I mean, that's right. Have you been like a part of any like, I don't know, babies being born, like any of that kind of stuff with anybody? Yep. Yep. We've had a few, uh, few this year, actually. We had like, it was like all in a row for some reason, like all the babies at once. Um, we've got like five under one at this point. It's like crazy. Um, and then we've had a few obviously in the last years too, but like this year was like the, like, COVID baby boom or something because we just had like so many in the last little while. So, but it's sad I haven't gotten to meet any of them because of COVID. So I'm hoping that this season lets me at least, you know, go and, you know, see the families and everything and jump back into that because I love that part. So when you're, when you're doing this whole process, because you said you're originally from Chicago, you're in New Orleans now, like, um, where's your fandom lie? <sighs> Unfortunately, it lies with the Bears. Um, it's a tough, it's a tough city to root for teams. I will always be a Bears fan, diehard Bears fan, first and foremost. But I think for me at the end of the day, like if I have a client playing, like that's the team I'm voting or rooting for. Like I have every single team shirt at this point. Like I've got, you know, sweatshirts from the Broncos and Browns t-shirts. I don't even have clients on the Browns anymore. Like we're all over the map. So I have to say like my my first and foremost team is the Bears, but I'm always going to end up rooting for, um, you know, whatever team I have a client on. But if they're playing the Bears, they know just to not talk to me that week. <laughs> I like that. You're still a diehard, even though, because I mean, as a Bills fan, I mean, we we just went through 23 years of misery, right? So I'm we very familiar it. with how hard it is to to do that. So yeah. it's fun though that you still are like, you know, I love you, but um, yeah. I love them first, right? So I have. I'm to- also a Cubs fan, so at the end of the day, I knew nothing of winning until like literally what five years ago now, like almost we're coming up on the anniversary of it. Five years, like there, there's no pain that can you know even compare. Speaking of kind of like pain a little bit, circling back a little bit, what, what's it like when, have you ever been told or like anything that you were told something before somebody else in their circle was, was told, like whether they signed something or they got cut or like anything like that? Yeah, we typically find out before, like we'll find out around the same time. I mean, I'm sure like the wife and stuff is sitting there obviously when they get like the calls and everything, but we typically find out right around the same time. We either get a text from them or their wives or we get like this year when, you know, Shelby got his, huge contract, which was amazing. Like he FaceTimed me within minutes. Um, and it was just like super emotional for us and and being a part of that for so long and really seeing that pay off. Like I love being a part of those moments. Um, you know, same with Tay, just got a great contract with the Texans. Like we were out there the next week helping him move and everything. So we're, we're very involved in all of these things. And we're like the first, you know, one of the first people that they call when something happens. So, um, I think it's like part goes back to that. Like they trust us and we're part of their family. Like they're just as much as they're a part of ours. Like literally they text my fiance, like they're like, he's like their best friend. And I'm like, he doesn't work with us. Like it's me. Hi, I'm here, but they love him. So it's like, I know that we're doing something right. That's really awesome though. I mean, to be part of that and, and odds are when they find out this news and they look at their phone, your number is probably one of the top numbers that they've contacted recently. Right. So yeah. it's like, oh yeah, we should go oh, here. Yeah. That right? was the last so- person I called 14 times. 
Right. That sounds about right. So very awesome. And it's very cool just kind of seeing a different side of it, right? As somebody that gets to be a little more personal with these guys. And like you said, you know, when he signs a massive contract and you guys have been working with him for a long time, I mean, that's a, that's a rewarding and awesome thing to be part of, which is very cool. Not many of those jobs exist. I mean, I think everybody's like, it's the NFL, it's the NFL. And it's like, yes, it is the NFL. There's only 32 teams. They only roster so many, right? So yeah, exactly. you got to be the and best really of the cool best. It's really cool to be a part of that for sure. And it's like, I mean, Shelby, using that Shelby example, like we joke that we both like took a chance on each other in the beginning. He was my first contract or my first contracted client. And then he was on his first contract with the Broncos. And like he was on so many practice squads and stuff before that, that like he being my first client, like he could have gotten cut. And I would have back to no clients. And I was like, nope, my eggs are all in this basket. Like we're going to go. And I was just brand new and he trusted me. And it's like, when you get to that point where it's like, we both started from, you know, where we started from as far as like career wise to where we are now. And our client base has grown. He obviously signed a huge contract, which like when I get to that number, we will be in a totally different conversation. Um, But it's like, it's amazing, you know, to really see that, you know, hard work paying off on both ends and being, being there with each other each step of that way. The other really awesome piece of it too, is that, as a female, you're kicking ass and you're breaking through into spaces that, you know, a lot of people don't get to break through right. or, you know, maybe they don't try because they don't think it can be done. So right. there's, it's nice to see that there are people, you know, just a, a regular person who just had an idea that decided they wanted to kick ass and be part of something cool. It can be done, right? I like so, it. I've cool. always been kind of like trailblazy like that and been like, no, I think I can do it. I'm just going to try and like see what, it, what's the worst thing that happens? It fails, like a start over, no big deal. And it's kind of had that like, mindset throughout and like don't get me wrong there's days where I'm just like absolutely losing it and I'm like this is a terrible idea what am I doing and everything like that and then you know you kind of come back down to earth and you're like okay wait I feel better like we're back on track so it's definitely one of those like very rewarding careers but I mean entrepreneur life in general is just tough like you're gonna have days where you're like I have no idea what I'm doing and like maybe this isn't gonna work and then the next day you sign a new client or something and you're like okay I guess it's working absolutely I mean and I don't I think if you don't have like that kind of like gut feeling that it's it's difficult, right? Then you don't care about it. So right. I mean you have to you have to have that, I think. So you're kicking ass right now. You're three years in the running. Doesn't look like we're going anywhere. So what's like the next big goal? I mean, how big are we trying to go? We got like a five year plan, a three year plan. What's coming up? What are you doing? Yeah, I think it's uh it's looking really good. You know, we've signed a few good clients this year. So post COVID life is looking great. Um I am really just trying to like, you know, hone in on like I said, those guys that you know, really do need the help. So I'm really trying to like do my research and make sure I'm finding people. And we're lucky that we're getting a lot of referrals now at this point too, of being like, Hey, I talked to this person and this is what they're going through. And this is what their family's going through. And like, I think that you could help. So it's like doing things like this, where you're just talking to people and they hear about it. Um, you know, that really helps. So I'm just hoping that this growth keeps going and, you know, we can uh, make it through wedding season, make it through NFL season, make it through all the seasons and then just, you know, enjoy it and keep growing from there. Which one's more dangerous, wedding season or the actual season? Wedding season. I just, I said in my mouth today, I'm like, I don't know. I like, I do this for a living and like, thank God, because I don't know how people do this. Like, this is craziness, especially post COVID. Like, literally, our caterer canceled last week. I'm like, our wedding's in six months. I'm like, okay, like, what? Are, like, it's just craziness. And you just have to like roll with it. Where at least the NFL season, like, I have an idea of how it's going to work. Wedding season. I, you, I could do a hundred weddings and I still don't know how it's going to work because everything is so different. 
when everybody's out and about too, right? So everybody's busy. Everybody can do what they want to do. Like airline flights are stupid expensive. Like everybody's just moving and grooving right now. So, I mean, it's great. And I'm glad that we're getting this opportunity to do that, right? Don't, it's not not a bad thing. So very cool. Anything that you want to shout out that you got coming up or anything that you're looking to do or any last words for anybody before we get out of here? I think we covered everything. We're just going to be cruising through the NFL season. If you guys want to follow along on Athlete Relations and mine is ridiculous. I post a lot on there, two of our adventures and all of our fun stuff with our guys. So um, I will be just as active on there as ever this season. And um, we'll hopefully get some new clients on there and be able to do some fun shout outs and maybe a Bills client. We'll see where, uh, where this season takes us. Yeah, I mean, you absolutely want to join a winning team right now. And there is a winning team in Buffalo. So you should definitely yes. get some of those guys up there. Right? Actually, you should probably just get on with the whole team. And then yep. we'll be able to circle okay. back and I'll just be their hub to come and chat. Perfect. We'll, we'll just we'll keep on moving and grooving. That's Love right. It. Thanks a lot for coming on, Allie. I, I know you're a busy lady. You're dealing with people with way more money and way more things going on than me every day of the week. So I really do appreciate you coming by. Um, thanks again. I know you're down there in New Orleans, so the Bills will be playing down there this year. Um, hopefully it's going to be a good thing for us. I hate to have to say that to you, but um, I have to because I do hope that it works out for us. That's okay. Us. I'm not a Saints fan, Romer. <laughs> that's right. You're just, you're just there right now, so that's okay. But yes. thanks again, everybody, for listening. I appreciate you guys. Make sure you guys head over to thebuffalonerd.com to check out everything I'm up to. And thank you. Go Bills. You just listen to the Buffalo Nerd Sports Podcast. Make sure you leave a review and subscribe so you never miss another episode. We'll see you next time. Leg out. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.